We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Panthers Insider, an in-depth preview of the week. Shot, he scores! On the Florida Panthers radio network, here's the voice of the Panthers, Doug Blayens. Welcome into another exciting edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Lots to get to. It's a great time to be talking Panthers hockey. What a week it's been. What a last seven days since the last time we spoke on the Panthers Insider Show. Remember one week ago, we were talking about how there was a Game 7 in Boston coming up tomorrow. And then we would see where things would go from there. The Panthers... They were looking ahead to a Game 7 the next day, and that night, Saturday night, that was when Toronto got by Tampa Bay, and then you knew that the winner of the Panthers and the Bruins was going to play the Toronto Maple Leafs in Round 1. Well, that's where we are right now. The Panthers got by the Bruins in that Game 7, in overtime, of course, to set up a second-round matchup with the Leafs. And the Panthers and Leafs have two games in the books. And the Panthers couldn't have asked for a better start than what they've gotten. They're up two games to none, heading home with an extra day of rest. They'll play tomorrow, game three at FLA Live Arena. It's going to be a 6.30 face-off tomorrow. Six o'clock, we'll be live across the Panthers radio network with all the action. And if you're tuned in on our flagship home in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, you can catch an extra bonus, exclusive half an hour of pregame beginning at 5.30. So that's how things line up tomorrow. And then game four of this first-round series would be Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Beyond that, it falls into the if-necessary category. We can get to that later on. But a couple of home games coming up for the Panthers, and they're bringing a two-games-to-none lead home as they lead this series over the Toronto Maple Leafs. How did the series get going? Well, we'll recap the first couple of games with some highlights coming up in just a moment. We'll hear from Panthers head coach Paul Maurice postgame some reaction to the Game 2 victory. We'll hear from Sergei Bobrovsky and Alexander Barkov as well. Some uh, post-game sound from Game 2 coming up in just a few moments. Coming up next segment, George Richards been covering the Panthers for a long time, covers the Panthers for Florida Hockey Now. We're going to uh, join him on the uh, phone coming up next segment, so he'll stop by the show. And then later on in the program, we will have uh, Dave McCarthy from NHL.com covers the 
the Leafs. You also hear him on SiriusXM NHL Network Radio all the time. He has his weekly show, The Sunday Brunch, coming up tomorrow, but you hear him all throughout the week there. He's up there in Toronto, and we'll get uh, his thoughts on uh, the Leafs' perspective more so and talk a lot of Stanley Cup playoffs throughout the hour. So lots to get to. Some great guests coming up later on in the program. So why don't we dive right into the week that was, and I should say the first two games that were from this Panthers-Leafs series. Going back to Tuesday, the Panthers didn't have a lot of time to get caught up between games. The uh, Panthers played the Bruins in Game 7 on Sunday, won that one in overtime. Monday traveled to Toronto, and then Tuesday, they got that series going right away against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the Panthers picked up a win in that in that uh, first game of the series. 4-2 was the final. Here are the highlights as they aired on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Back in behind the goal. Kachuk out to the near point. Montour a drive and it's wide. Over on the far boards. Mark Stahl to keep it in for the Panthers. Down behind the net. Bennett to Kachuk near corner. Bottom of the circle. Kachuk front of the net. A shot save. The rebound and they score. And it's Nick Cousins right out in front picking up the rebound. He's able to backhand it past Samsonov. And the Panthers get a 1-0 lead with 10.35 to play here in the opening frame. Dump down. Kachuk first in. Hands to Bennett. Back to Kachuk right corner. Saucer pass right point. Ekblad long shot tip. They score. And the Panthers have a 2 nothing lead with 12.02 to go here in the second. Ekblad's point shot tipped on the way. And the Panthers double their advantage. Looks like Sam Bennett may have made the last contact with that one. And the Panthers are up by a pair here at Scotiabank Arena. Carter Verhage able to nudge it to the neutral zone. Duclair Verhage had a breakaway pass to defense. Verhage and a shot. And he scores. And the Panthers are back in front. Carter Verhage makes it 3-2. What a feed from Duclair. And then it was Verhage off to the races. And he beats Sampson off. And the Panthers get the lead back on their side. Off to the near boards. Kachuk. Looks across, off a leaf stick to Barkov. Montour with it, you gotta come up with possession to get the whistle. Montour, far side, it's Barkov, Kachuk right circle out to Montour. One-timer, he scores during the delayed penalty. Brandon Montour on the one-timer set up by Kachuk, and the Panthers take a 4-2 lead with 7.36 to play here in the third. Now up to the high slot, Tavares weaves in. He'll have it poked away by Radko Gudis. Tavares here on the near side, looks across, Reinhardt a stick in the lane, poked it out of the zone, five seconds on the clock, Marner back for it, Hill back into the Leafs zone, nothing he can do, the Panthers get a game one win, 4-2 here in Toronto, and they take a one game to none lead in the series. Well, pivotal when you can take the first game of a series as the road team, that gives you a good little leg up on the opposition. But just as Paul Maurice had said during that Bruins series, when the Panthers, remember, they won game five, they won game six, they won game seven, all in the face of elimination. And Paul Maurice said in that series, the Panthers, they weren't just satisfied to force it to a game six, to force it to a game seven. Well, the Panthers, they weren't just excited to get one win on the road to start this series. They wanted to get a second one, and that they did. On Thursday night, the Panthers played the Leafs in Game 2 of this second-round best-of-seven series. The Panthers taking a one-game-to-none lead into the series. Paul Morris would say after this game, this was when it did finally start to feel like a road trip. The Panthers had been gone for a while. They played a lot of hockey in a short span. They played a lot of intense hockey in a short span. They got down early. They were down 2-0 in the first 5 minutes and 10 seconds. But Sergei Bobrovsky slammed the door the rest of the way, and the Panthers 
Panthers got the offense they needed to take a two games to none lead in the series. Here are the highlights as they aired Thursday night on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Montour keeps it to the outside. Loose puck here on the near boards. Reinhardt powers out of the zone. He'll dart along here on the right wing. Dumps it down into Leafs territory down to our right. Panthers left to right. Leafs right to left in front of shot. And they score. Reinhardt to Lundell on a perfect setup. And Anton Lundell gets the Panthers back to within one. Puck play to the neutral zone. Nylander almost coughed it up, did lose the puck, and now it's Duclair to Barkov. Shot, he scores! Barkov from outside the top of the left circle. He snuck it past Samsonov, and the Panthers tie the game at two. 19 seconds into the second period. Poked away by Lewis Arena. Panthers chance in the offense to make the chuck right side. Saucer pass Lundell back to chuck right circle. In front, a chance. Forsling, and he scores! And the Panthers take the lead! Two goals in the first minute and six seconds of the second period, and the Panthers are up 3-2, Gus Forsling off a great feed, and the Panthers are ahead by a goal. Picked up by Luos Dorinen, played off to the near boards, and he wasn't able to clear. Bennett will plants the line, held in by Riley, then it's poked out of the zone by Bennett. Luos Dorinen toward the empty net, and to Luos Dorinen near circle, a shot, he sent it off the side of the goal. Buck bounces here to the near corner, the final seconds tick away, and the Panthers take Game two here in Toronto, 3-2 the final score. And the Panthers take a two games to none lead in this second round series. What a game tonight. The Panthers came back from down 2-0 in the first five minutes and 10 seconds to win the game 3-2. And they're gonna go back to Sunrise with a two games to none lead in this second round series. Scotiabank Arena has never been quieter than it is right now. 3-2, the Panthers get by the Leafs tonight. You can't ask for a better start to a playoff series than this. No, you can't. The Panthers are up two games to none. Coming home for tomorrow's 6.30 p.m. Game 3. At FLA Live Arena, lots of different ways you can consume the action tomorrow. We'd love to see you there, but uh, tomorrow... 6.30 p.m. Game 3 across the radio network, as I said. We'll get things started on the network at 6. If you're tuned in on uh, 560 WQAM in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, we'll get you started with an extra exclusive bonus half-hour pregame at 5.30 p.m. Following the Game 2 win, here's Panthers head coach Paul Maurice when he was asked what uh, was discussed in the first intermission. The Panthers, of course, came out to start the second, got two in the first 106 of the period, wound up taking that 3-2 lead, and that was all they would need in this one. Here's what Paul Maurice had to say about the turnaround in the game. You're not, you, you don't get to own every game, right? The first 10, twice uh, shorthanded, that was theirs. That was their push. The Lundell goal was huge in this game because at that point you're going, this could be 12 nothing, right? Like it's their honest. That goal's big. And then a real strong push there in that middle part for that. And then we just settled. Okay. So they're going to be good. They're going to get their chances. They're going to make their plays. They're rolling tonight. Let's just stay in the fight. Like for me, it's perspective. That's five games and nine nights of as intense emotional pressure you can put on a hockey team. And we're not, this isn't the Jersey Rangers series where the home teams are 11 miles apart. We've been on an airplane for a while. And we didn't think we had much in our legs tonight, so it was just about character. It was just about fighting through it and 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 battling the, the hard things that happened. And some of that's self-inflicted, right? Like we beat it up a little bit and we got above it a couple of times and we missed some routes and missed some checks and it wasn't a perfect game for us by any means. But didn't expect that from my team. Didn't expect them to be perfect tonight. 
just want them to stay in the fight. And that's what they did. That's exactly what they did. The Panthers battled in that one, and they were able to grind out a 3-2 win. Got some big help from their goaltender, Sergei Bobrovsky, as well. He was outstanding. Here's what Panthers head coach Paul Maurice had to say post-game after game two about the work that his goaltender did. Yeah, we know we, we didn't start well that game. Uh, they came really hard on us. They they played the right way. They put a lot of pucks to the net, got, got a couple, couple power plays and uh, scored a couple goals, but he was huge by... Uh, Land this line, get us back in the game, score one, and all of a sudden it's one goal game. Second period, we, we needed a fresh start, and uh, yeah, we got a couple, couple quick ones, and that was that was good for us. We, we got back into the game and uh, leading the game and play with that. Panthers captain Alexander Barkov there snuck in place of the uh, the Paul Maurice soundbite, but good to hear from the Panthers captain there, and that's what he had to say about the uh, about the Panthers win. Getting back to Paul Maurice, here's what he had to say about the uh, work of Sergei Bobrovsky's goaltender in that game two win. I think you need your goaltender to win you a game every series, and he did that tonight. He, he built from it because I don't think it was easy at the start for him. Certainly, the way we played in front of him in the first ten minutes was challenging. And then he built, and then you do. You get behind the bench some nights, and you get a feel for your goaltender going, man, he's just he's not getting beat again. And, and that's what he gave our team. So Sergei Bobrovsky having a big game, too. That's what the head coach, Paul Maurice, had to say. Here's Sergei Bobrovsky himself. He was asked if there's a confidence about this team, having won five straight games now in the playoffs. There is for sure the atmosphere is uh, is it good in the locker room, but you know it's it's one game at a time, one shift at a time. You don't think too much about what happened in the past. You know, like it was quick turning out turn around after game seven. We we, we played the day after. You know, like it's uh, and it's 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 just fun 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 road and uh, yeah, great great hockey. And uh, again, it's uh, we 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 defend we defend very well against a really really good opponent. Sergey Bobrovsky, Panthers goaltender right there, and uh, the Panthers have won five straight games. Sergey Bobrovsky has won five straight starts for the Panthers. Going into tomorrow's Game 3, it's going to be a 6.30 faceoff at FLA Live Arena. And then Game 4 of this second-round series, Wednesday, 7 o'clock at FLA Live Arena. As always, you can catch it all across the Panthers radio network. A couple of housekeeping notes. If you're tuned in, Miami-Dade and Broward Counties tomorrow, we've got you on 560 WQAM. We'll have game four over on AM 790. As always, you can catch the action in the Palm Beaches on Real Radio 92.1. 100.3 Thunder Country is your place to listen in the Florida Keys. The NHL app takes all the guesswork out of it. You can always find us there. You can select the Panthers feed. Sirius XM, you can find us there as well. Channel 932 on the app or streaming platforms always has our broadcast, but... Game three, game four, those will be on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. So lots of places to tune in. And we're going to be talking Panthers hockey and Stanley Cup playoffs the rest of the hour. Coming up in our third segment, Dave McCarthy will join us from Toronto. He's uh, covering the Leafs up there for NHL.com. You can hear him on Sirius XM. He's got his uh, weekly show, The Sunday Brunch, there. So we'll talk all things Stanley Cup playoffs, Panthers, Leafs with Dave later on. We're going to talk Panthers. Leafs as well. Coming up next with George Richards from Florida Hockey Now. That is straight ahead right here on the Panthers Insider Show. Folks, you're listening to the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Let's get back to the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Welcome back, Panthers Insider Show on a Saturday morning as always. Doug Plagans here with you. Great to talk Panthers 
hockey with you each and every week. And what a week to talk Panthers hockey. We've got plenty of things to discuss as the Panthers are riding a five-game win streak heading into tomorrow's Game 3 at FLA Live Arena. 6.30 face-off Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game 3 of the second-round series. Panthers leading two games to none. Game 4 will be Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And, well, Doug Plagan's here with you as always. And joined to talk all things Panthers by a man who's covered the Panthers for a long time, covers the Panthers for Florida Hockey Now. You can find him on Twitter, at George Richards, because his name is George Richards. George, good morning to you. Thanks for stopping by. How are you today? Good morning, Dougie Fresh. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for stopping by, uh, as always. And, George, we've got plenty to discuss here as the Panthers are coming into uh, the weekend and going into tomorrow's game three having won five straight but I want to get a sense from you first uh, going back to Sunday game seven overtime Carter Verhage's goal uh, where does that one rank in the archives the annals of Florida Panthers history in terms of a, in terms of a, a big play it doesn't get much bigger than that no it really doesn't I mean I think you've, you know when you look at and how big a win that was for the Panthers. I mean, you got to go back to 96 when they won in Pittsburgh game seven um, to go to the Stanley Cup final in 96. Uh, and then, then you put this game seven right up next to it, um, you know, depending on how you look at that. That was unbelievable in 96, and this was similarly unbelievable. Nobody saw this coming, not down three to one, not down in the third period. I mean, because – you know, just I remember watching that third period thinking, boy, they don't seem to be too anxious to get that tying goal. And true though it was, they just weren't panicking. And they just, you know, they end up getting the tying goal and then winning it in overtime. Just an unbelievable comeback for the Panthers in that first round and a, uh, a heck of a win to propel them into the second round against Toronto. And is that something you're sensing, George Richards from Florida Hockey Now here with us? You mentioned no panic and looking at the situation the Panthers have been in in the, the last uh, you know 10 days now there's they've they've had a lot of situations where maybe uh, a team could have panicked or gotten discouraged but they haven't done that once whether it was facing elimination in game five and six against Boston you know coming back late in game seven coming back after going down in a two nothing hole in game two against Toronto this team has really developed a, a belief in itself it seems like hasn't it over the last uh, over the last well I mean it's been there in the last couple of months but especially that's been the key trade it seems during this last week and a half stretch no for certain I mean you know this is a team that that had a six game point streak and then they had the seven game point streak that got them into the playoffs so the Panthers have been playing very you know pretty well coming into the playoffs they're they're just now coming together I mean you and I spoke with Paul Maurice a lot this team wasn't getting it. They, it just wasn't clicking up until January, February, really, after the All-Star break when it really started to click for this team. And you can really see it now. They are really coming together. They are molding as one. They've always been close off the ice. There's, now, we're not talking about that. We're talking about on the ice. You can really see the lines are working. Everything's working in sync. Um, even the defense, you know, which is still a weakness for this team, they play well together, um, and, and, and they're, they're, they're able to shut teams down when they have to. George Richards here with us from Florida Hockey Now on the Panthers Insider Show, talking Stanley Cup playoffs, talking Panthers and the Maple Leafs game three tomorrow. 
at 6.30 p.m. at FLA Live Arena. Uh, George, what can you say about the work that Sergei Bobrovsky did in Game 2 specifically uh, and the way that, uh, you know, he was able to help the team rebound because he was under siege there early on. The Panthers weathered that, and uh, and after the first 5-10 of the game, he slammed the door the rest of the way. Yeah, I think Sergei Bobrovsky's probably, in the past week, He's the Panthers MVP, right? We weren't saying this a week ago, really, uh, or what, 10 days ago. Um, he's just been phenomenal. He's got five straight wins um, for the Panthers, um, which is a franchise playoff record. Um, he's just been terrific. Like you said, he was under siege early. He gave up the two goals. Hard to blame him on either of those goals. One of those goals didn't get cleared out of the slot. The other was on a power play. Um and then Florida is able to take a 3-2 lead early in the second. And Florida was really playing with confidence and everything. But at about the 10-minute mark of the second, Toronto took over again. And, it, and, and, and Sergei Bobrovsky had to be terrific, and he was. Uh, I believe he gave up two goals on the first six shots of the game, stopped his final 30 shots. Um, and in a pressure-packed playoff game like that, that's unbelievable goaltending. And, and kudos to Sergei for, for lifting this team. And George, in mentioning Sergei Bobrovsky, and of course, you know, we, we talk we talk Matthew Kachuk and Carter Verhage and Alexander Barkov. You look at what Brand Montour has done. Those guys have been on the score sheet a lot. We've talked about them yeah. a lot. We mentioned their names a lot. Is there anybody that's stood out maybe who's uh, played a key role, maybe hasn't shown up necessarily on the box score for everything they're doing, but somebody that you would label as maybe the an unsung guy so far here through the uh, through the Stanley Cup playoffs for this Panthers team? Yeah, those playoff heroes you always like to see. Uh, I think there's probably a couple of them. Um, you know, Nick Cousins playing on that second line uh, or first line, however you want to categorize it. I don't know what we're doing with it now. Um, with with, Kurt, with, uh, with Kachuk and Bennett, he's been really good. He's really been helping out that line. Everybody talks about Bennett and Kachuk, but... I think I think Cousins has been really good. You look at that third line with Lou Steranen, Sam Reinhart probably doesn't get the the attention he deserves. Anton Lundell, um, Zach Dolpe. How about Zach Dolpe stepping mm-hmm. in for Ryan Lomberg, and and not only not looking out of place, but making plays, making really good defensive plays in in, in the defensive zone. Um, he got a goal in the Boston series, so I think there's a there's a handful of those that you can throw out there. Yeah, you look up and down the lineup, and I think that's been the biggest thing. You certainly have your guys that are getting the big numbers, but you go right down the lineup and you can point to where every guy has really had a, an important moment so far through the Stanley Cup playoffs oh, to help uh, push, yeah. this, push this team over the top in a, in a game or, or uh, in that series against the Boston Bruins. It, George, what do you expect in terms of uh, an atmosphere tomorrow? I know it's going to be raucous at uh, FLA Live Arena as the Panthers come home up two games to none against this uh, this Leafs team. And I'd imagine the extra day off can only help this Panthers team, right? Oh, oh, absolutely. I wrote about that today at FloridaHockeyNow.com that – just having a day off in the middle of the playoffs, especially for this team. The last time the Panthers had a day off like this, they were down 3-1 to one to the Boston Bruins. Uh, the, the rest obviously helped them the last time. Um, and they've been playing just five intense games, as Paul Maurice said. Nobody around you know, the coaching staff can remember five, five games with that kind of intensity in a row. Taking yesterday off, even though it was a travel day for the team and yourself, 
it was, you know, good for them just to be able to come home and not have to worry about nothing, not have to watch video. That'll, that's happening today. Um, the rest for the weary is going to be good for the Panthers. I think it's going to help out players like Aaron Ekblad, guys who are fighting through some things. Um, just being able to chill, just being able to just kick back for a, for a second and, and take this in and then get ready to go again tomorrow i i think that's that's beneficial and it'll, it'll help toronto as well i mean they've, they've they've got bumps and bruises but i think florida really really needs it after the emotions of that boston series rolling right into toronto george richards here with us george in your mind what's the biggest key for the panthers coming out of the gate for uh tomorrow's game three they just need to continue to stick with the game plan that's working i mean not let Toronto run wild. Um, we know what kind of offense that, that Toronto wants to run, and they were able to do that um, for portions of game one and two. Luckily for Florida, Sergei Bilbrovsky has been there. He's only given up four goals on 72 shots. That's, a, that's unreal, 94% save percentage. Um, but you can't continue to hang your hat on your goalie like that. Uh, Florida's going to have to really going to have to neutralize Toronto's big forwards. They've done a really good job of it, but they've also let them get their opportunities. Florida's going to have to limit those um, in these two games at home. George Richards here with us from Florida Hockey Now. George, tell all the folks out there where they can find you. George and Colby Guy do great coverage day-to-day, every day of the Florida Panthers at FloridaHockeyNow.com. George, where can they find you? Yeah, come on over, uh, FloridaHockeyNow.com. we got three, four stories up a day. Uh, we've got three up this morning. Uh, visit me at uh, Twitter, at George Richards, and uh, the, the YouTube channel. For the Florida Hockey Now YouTube channel has got all your post, pre- and post-game videos. That's doing really well during this series, so come on over, subscribe. It don't cost nothing, and uh, enjoy yourself some videos, Dougie. All the different ways to consume Panthers hockey and Panthers hockey-related content. George Richards from Florida Hockey Now here with us. George, enjoy your Saturday morning. Thanks for stopping by the show today. All right, Doug. I hope to see you down the road sometime. I, I think you will. We tend to frequent some of the same establishments. All right, George my man. Richards, Be good, Florida brother. Hockey Now. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks, as always, for, uh, for your time. We'll see you soon. George Richards, Florida Hockey Now here with us. Talking Panthers playoffs, previewing Game 3 tomorrow, a 6.30 start at FLA Live Arena, and then 7 o'clock for Game 4 coming up on Wednesday. Joining me next segment, going north of the border, we're going to talk to Dave McCarthy from NHL.com, from SiriusXM NHL Network Radio, covers the Leafs up there for uh, NHL.com. We're going to talk all things NHL and Panthers Leafs coming up. We'll get some of the view from the Toronto and Toronto market perspective coming up on the other side side of the break. Doug Plagan's here with you. We're talking Stanley Cup playoffs. We're talking Panthers Leafs. We're talking tomorrow's game three right here on the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Time for more of the Panthers Insider on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you talking all things Panthers hockey as always on a Saturday morning. Big thanks to George Richards from Florida Hockey Now for stopping by last segment. Tomorrow at 6.30, Game 3, Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. 6.30 Eastern at FLA Live Arena. We'll get you started with our network pregame at 6 o'clock. Bonus pregame exclusively on our flagship home 560 WQAM beginning at 5.30. 
On Wednesday, that'll be game four of this second round series. The Panthers and the Leafs will get things going Wednesday at 7 p.m. So that's how the next couple of games line up. And joining me from north of the border now here on the Panthers Insider Show to talk about the series, to talk Stanley Cup playoffs from NHL.com, from SiriusXM NHL Network Radio, where he hosts the Sunday Brunch every week, and you hear him throughout the week. Dave McCarthy, you can find him on Twitter at Dave A. McCarthy. Dave, how are you this morning? Thanks for stopping by the Panthers Insider Show. I'm good, Doug. Great to be on with you, buddy. Yeah, great to have you here. Well, uh, Dave, I guess uh, first and foremost, you're up there north of the border, uh, with uh, especially with an extra day here between games. These two teams don't get things going again till tomorrow's game three. What's the uh, the feel amongst the team? The feel amongst the market over on the uh, Toronto side? Well, look, I'm I'm going to try not to play the role of John Cooper this morning of the Tampa Bay Lightning. But what John Cooper often says is. Geez, you know, we're kind of giving it to them. Um, and that's not to take anything away from the Panthers, but I think the Leafs really could have won both of the first two games of this series um, if it were not for some terrible mistakes at awful times and an incredible play from Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, I think, you know, by and large, Toronto's been right there with Florida, but they've really shot themselves in the foot with terrible mistakes um, that have cost them the game. I mean, look at game two. You're up 2 nothing. They came out like a house on fire. I really agree with Paul Maurice. It looked like within five minutes of that game, man, like it's going to be 12 nothing here. Um, but then credit to the Panthers. Their forecheck really got them that first goal. Um, you know, you dump it in, you pound away on Lilligren, turnover behind the net, in the net. Uh, and I think that really helps settle Florida a little bit. And then, at the beginning of the second period, there was just really no explanation as to why Toronto came out that badly and then made two critical errors uh, from, from, their, from their best players. Uh, William Nylander turning the puck over in the neutral zone. And then, and then later, Mitch Marner dropping a pass back to Austin Matthews before he gets out over the line, puts Austin in a real tight spot. Um, and then it's 3-2 Panthers, and then Sergey Bobrovsky did the rest from there. So... Like, I, I think this is still a series, and I'm not just saying it because I'm in Toronto. I really do still think this is a series um, heading into Game 3, but it's going to be incumbent on Toronto to cut out the garbage mistakes and find a way to get past uh, Sergey Bobrovsky because, uh, man, as, as our colleague uh, Michael Tragos told me, Doug, uh, Bob's playing that well. He played that well. you got to call him Robert, to be honest with you. Dave McCarthy from uh, SiriusXM from NHL.com joining us here from uh, north of the border in Toronto. And I, I want to get back to something you were talking about there, Dave, and you, you mentioned some of the mistakes uncharacteristically that Toronto made. And, and I would say the, the same thing. With all the firepower the Leafs have, you're never out of the woods against this team, no matter what kind of uh, lead or advantage you have against them. So from the Panthers' perspective, you certainly need to continue to, to keep your foot on the gas against uh, this Toronto group. But with Toronto having made some, some uncharacteristic mistakes, uh, were you a little su- surprised? I, I mean, I, for one, thought that when the Leafs got past Tampa Bay in the first round that they would loosen up quite a bit because even though a lot of the guys on the Leafs you know, a lot of them, uh, they, were, they were children the last time the uh, Leafs had won a playoff series, but they had nothing to do with that. 
However, you know that when they hear about it time and time again, I'm sure the, the pressure does start to build. When they finally got that playoff series win, I think you thought that maybe they would, they'd loosen up a bit, but was that not the case? Well, I, I, I would contend, Doug, that maybe they're too loose, right? Um, they didn't make mistakes like that against Tampa Bay, and I think why is because they were well aware. If they were, uh, you know, sort of uh, screwing around at the blue line like they did on a couple of occasions, Tampa Bay is going to make them pay. Do they feel the same way about Florida coming in? It's hard to say, but you, you sure as heck have to believe that they will too, and Florida's a good team. So um, I, I think it might be a case of a little bit too loose. There, there's lots of room out there um, the way there wasn't against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, Toronto's generating offense. Um, and, and, look, the Leafs during the regular year, they like to play a, an up-and-down game, a loose game, a, a flow-through-the-neutral zone type of game, a take-chances kind of game. And and they they took chances in in game two. I mean, they took chances in game one, right? When uh, when Carter Verhage scored the breakaway that goal just after Toronto ties it up two uh, two, TJ Brody uh, kind of caught in no man's land. Jake McCabe, for whatever reason, deciding to pinch down low. Um, and as Sheldon Keefe said, you give up a breakaway to the really the only guy that you don't want to give up a breakaway to in Carter Verhage. So. It's not like Toronto's not generating offense. Like, Sergey Brovsky was unbelievable in that third period in game two. He really was. Um, Toronto hit a bunch of posts. So they were right there. But it's, it's those mistakes that really cost them. And I, I don't think, to me, it was a, a case of nerves. To me, it just looked like it was a case of, of being a little bit too free and easy with the puck and not, and not making better decisions. Yeah, something to that, no doubt about it. Uh, Dave McCarthy here with us uh, on the Panthers Insider Show, joining us from NHL.com, SiriusXM. Uh, Dave, the extra day, I think anybody would tell you during the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, an extra day between games certainly can be something that will help. Do you think it favors the Panthers, the Leafs? Do you think it favors both teams equally having this uh, this extra 24 hours between games here? Uh, I think it probably favors the Panthers a little bit more because, look, I agree with what Paul Maurice said after game two. Uh, what Florida had to expend uh, from not just a physical standpoint, but an emotional standpoint to claw their way back from down three to one, um, beat the Boston Bruins in game seven. Then they don't even come home. They continue to stay on the road, come into Toronto and, and play two pretty good games in Toronto and, and find a way to, to win, even climb back from down two nothing in, in game two. So, you know that that's a long stretch of of really really high intensity, uh, emotionally charged hockey. Um, I think that will benefit Florida a little bit more to get that day off. You get home, you travel, you reacclimate yourself to being at home. You get a good practice in, rest up a little bit. Um, I do think that would benefit Florida because I think Toronto's sitting here chomping at the bit, wanting to get back at it, but you got to wait. Um, meanwhile, you know that Florida's resting and recuperating and trying to get themselves back to a good position on home ice. Dave McCarthy here with us. Dave, uh, one of the topics, one of the questions that I think has been asked more than any other in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we're not just talking about this series, but we're talking about the playoffs as a whole, 
The Panthers have been good on the road in the playoffs. The Leafs have been good on the road in the playoffs. Just about every road team has been good in the playoffs. Uh, uh, do you have an explanation or a theory? What's gone through your mind when you've seen what these road teams have been able to, comp- to accomplish uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs so far? Yeah, it's really strange because you're right, Doug. It has been a league-wide thing. I mean, just with Toronto, they're 3-0 and on the road. Uh, they're 1-4 at home. So um, I guess that's the, the one positive for Toronto is they're going, into, uh, going, going on the road now, a place where they, they have seemed to feel comfortable uh, through the, the playoffs so far against Tampa Bay. Why that's the case? Boy, I don't know. It, it is really puzzling. You know, and if, if Paul Maurice I was asked that question, which he was the other day, and he says, I don't know, uh, man, I don't know how I'm going to come up with something better than what Paul says. Um, but, but it is quite puzzling, you know, because Toronto, for instance, Doug was very good at home. They had the fourth most home wins all year long, um, and it's disappeared. So, you know, you should theoretically be, be comfortable on home ice, but. Um, there can be distractions, certainly in Toronto. Uh, you know, you get Uncle Joe coming out of the woodwork and he needs 10 tickets, all that type of stuff. Um, when you go on the road, you, you just get to focus, right? You go, you go on the road, you sit in your hotel, you have the meetings before the game, you, you go for your skate, you go back, you nap, your phone isn't ringing, you show up to the game and you're, you're not even concerned. Not that you should be about being an entertainer, on home ice, you're just concerned about executing and getting out of there with a W. So, you know, maybe from that standpoint, it's a little bit easier. Um, you know, the, the buildings nowadays, you know, is there a building that really intimidates the opposition the way, you know, maybe the Chicago Stadium might have back in the day or, or a building of that nature? Like each each building has its own nuances, but come on, I mean, I don't think I'm really that intimidated going in anywhere. I'm a player. So, you know, it just allows you to be a little bit more focused maybe on the task ahead. That's the best I can come up with you, but it, it, is, it is strange at how poor home teams have been really league-wide throughout the playoffs. I think it just, it just speaks to how evenly matched all these teams are. Once you, once you whittle the field down to uh, the best 16 out of 32, I just think the gap between the teams maybe is – is just uh, even more slim than we all realized uh, watching at night tonight throughout the regular season. Dave McCarthy here with us. Dave, I know you're you're tuned into this Panthers Leafs series. Uh, you know geographically covering the Leafs for NHL.com, everything you do. But is there a series across the rest of the league that has particularly caught your interest? here in the second round. I know we've only got uh, one game in the league tonight, but uh, any other series that in particular you're paying extra attention to? Well, just here in the East, I'm really, I'm really impressed with what Carolina's been able to do. They pumped uh, New Jersey again last night on home ice. I mean, they're the only team that seems to be able to figure it out on home ice. And they, yeah. they've, been, they've been good on home ice dating back to the playoffs last year. So uh, I, uh, I'm a little surprised at how well Carolina's playing. So I'm not taking anything away from them. But last year I thought when I watched them, it was like, you know what, man, they're really missing – one more sort of game-breaking type of player, a guy that can really make the difference offensively. And then they went out and they got Max Pacioretty, and unfortunately he's been hurt all year long. Um, and then Andrei Sveshnikov gets hurt late in the regular season. So now you're down two guys. And, and to me, last year at this time, you were already one guy short, and that was even with Sveshnikov in the lineup. So you take him out. 
Um, no problem. They, they find a way to get past the Islanders relatively easily in the first round. Um, and in saying all that, they did it without Tebu Teravainen as well, who got hurt early in that series. So you essentially take away your top three left wingers. Um, and and it, it's not showing to be any issue. So, look, Carolina, I think what with uh, what Rod Brindamore uh, has sort of set in place is they've got their style. They play to their identity. They know They know what that is. And they do it every night. It's not, ah, we'll do it for first eight minutes of the game, then we'll fade a little bit, and we'll let the other team get some momentum, and, and then we'll go on a bit of a charge, try and tie it up, or whatever it might be. It's 60 minutes from the start every night. Um, and and, and that's, that's difficult to get the entire team to buy into, but maybe um, with, the, with the fact that they are missing so many key personnel, it becomes easier to drive that message home if you're Rod Brindamore, where you say, fellas, look, like if we don't play to our identity from the drop of the puck, we don't have a chance. We we cannot get down in games. We cannot um, try to put on a late push. And we just don't have the horses for it. So we got to play our game right off the top. Four check, high pace, drive the other team into the ground, and be opportunistic. And and that's what they're doing. So I, I give them a lot of credit. Um, and we'll see what happens as, as they continue to progress here. But this Carolina team has been really impressive to me. Yeah, they look like they're going to be a, a difficult matchup, assuming they get by the Devils. And they've certainly controlled the first two games of the series. A difficult matchup for uh, whoever they face as they uh, cruise along. Dave McCarthy joining us here. Uh, Dave, real quick before we before we let you go, um, for the folks who have access to SiriusXM NHL Network Radio, what's on the brunch tomorrow? Well, we're going to get uh, my good buddy Terry Koshan on from the uh, Toronto Sun, look at it from a Leafs perspective. And the question I was posing to some uh, colleagues in the press box the other night, if Toronto gets swept by the Florida Panthers, and at this point, uh, that's a possibility, especially if they lose in game three, um, does that kind of negate the accomplishment of winning a playoff series for the first time in 19 years? And to me, the answer to that question will be yes. You'll have won one more game than you did last year. Suddenly everything's hunky-dory. I don't think it is. I think, I think folks like us and the management will be having the same conversation on, on teardown day as we would have if they had lost in Game 7 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. But we'll see what Terry uh, has to say. Uh, and we'll go league-wide, of course. Uh, look around uh, the rest of the league. Zero in on the Edmonton Oilers with Jason Greger of uh, the DFO Rundown podcast uh, and, and see what Edmonton has in store. they got to get a good bounce-back game um, after game one against Vegas because this Knights team, man, they, uh, they look like they were for real too. So all that coming up 11 a.m. Eastern on the brunch on Sunday. Dave McCarthy does great work hosting the Sunday brunch every week on SiriusXM NHL Network Radio. You hear him throughout the week there. You can read him on NHL.com. Follow him on Twitter at Dave A. McCarthy. Dave, thanks so much for stopping by. Great to see you this week at the arena, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Dave McCarthy here with us. Great work as always. Thanks to Dave. Thanks to George Richards for stopping by last segment. Panthers-Leafs game three tomorrow, 630 at FLA. Live Arena. That does it for another edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Doug Plagans. Big thanks to Matt Wilson on the other side of the glass. This has been the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 